Hey, it's Robert. Lucky you and lucky us, April is chock full of special events. In addition to our regular monthly shows, we're hosting an all-artist show tomorrow, April 8th at Dink, the Denver Independent Comic and Arts Expo at 5 p.m. The theme is going to be Drawing a Line. The show is free with admission to the expo. On Tuesday, April 11th, we're hosting an interactive event with Denver Zine Fest on the theme Firsts. There will be stories, a mini zine making session, and a chance to hop on stage and share your creation with the audience. Our regular monthly shows will take place on Tuesday, April 11th in San Diego and Wednesday, April 19th in Denver. The theme will be Jinx. See you there. Next storyteller. Our next storyteller. Next storyteller. Our next storyteller. Welcome to the Narrator's Podcast. This podcast collects stories that were told at the Narrator's, a monthly storytelling event that features people telling true stories based on a theme. Today's story comes from Mariana Martinez Estens, a marmalade fairy, yoga studio owner, and journalist based in Tijuana, Mexico. This cautionary tale about schoolyard kisses, masculinity, and hamsters was recorded live on March 14, 2017 at Tiger Tiger Tavern in San Diego. The theme of the evening was popular. So imagine, if you will, 10-year-old me, which is pretty much the way I look now, just a little shorter. And I went to private school, so I used to wear this navy blue jumper over a crisp white shirt and stockings that went up to my knees. I was basically a pervert's dream. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, lucky for me, I was also another 10-year-old's dream, and his name was Oscar, and he was with me on the fourth grade. And one Wednesday morning, um, I decided to go to the restroom, and he decided to follow me. I don't know how much time or how much courage it took for him to follow me, and finally, because I thought that maybe he had given some thought about it, asked me to give him a kiss. So he said, do you kiss me? I said, no. Please kiss me. No. Kiss me. No. And I kept walking down the hall to the girls' restroom, and he kept following me and saying, kiss me. No. Kiss me. No. Kiss me. No. Kiss me. I go to the girls' bathroom. He doesn't come in because he knows the rules. I go, I do my own thing, I get out, I think I'm out of the problem. I'm really, get really, really nervous. Because I never kissed a boy. I didn't even like Oscar. I can't even know if he was good at sports, if he was good at math. Maybe he was a redhead. I don't know. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't. All I know is that kissing somebody made me really nervous. So I got out of the restroom and he said, kiss me, and I said no. Kiss me, and I said no. And I got really nervous, and I shoved him against the wall. Now, you have to know that I was raised by a pack of 17 male cousins. So even though I didn't mean to, and I was really scared, I pushed him a little too hard and broke his head. So after that, my popularity went to hell. And my, I was just in a very bad place. So he was taken to the infirmary. His head was shaped, uh, shaven. He has taken to like a couple of stitches. And I was taken to the principal's office to tell what happened with you and why did you hit Oscar. And I was grilled by questions by the principal. And she kept saying, like, did he hurt you? No. 
Did he hit you? No. Did he bite you? You know, something. No, no, no. My word of the day was no. And my parents were called, and I was kicked out of school for three whole days. And my parents didn't know what to do. I was a straight-A student, so they decided to do a Tom Sawyer on me and have me paint the fence. That was really, like, if you're not going to study, then you're going to paint the fence. And I painted the fence for three whole days in the sun. My parents looked at me like, this is punishment enough. I did a horrible job. It cost them $300 to have it redone because I ruined the fence. They were really bad. And I said, look, I paid my crimes. I didn't say anything. I didn't rat on anybody. I can go back to my normal life as a fourth grader in a private school with my blue jumper. I came Monday. And then I knew the whole story. Oscar's masculinity was totally ruined. He was called a sissy. He was hit by a girl, and not even a big girl. I was like the tiniest of the class. And he was taunted every day while I was painting the fence and doing a bad job at it. And when I came back, my penitence was not over as well because I got a new nickname. And my nickname was Mariana the Boy Killer. <laughs> and they screamed at me from the second story balcony. And they made me, like, they just said Mariana Matamorros in Spanish. That's Mariana Matamorros. And they screamed from top of the balcony. And I would just, like, I didn't cry. Because, again, my pack of cousins would just, like, have a field day. So I had to stick my ground. And I didn't cry. It was the worst Monday of my life. It was probably the worst day of my life because I was taunted all through Monday. And that was not the worst part. Oscar had told his mom why I had pushed him. He said, I really wanted to kiss her. So at the end of my first day back to school, this grown woman came and shook me by the shoulders and said, you know, what you did is not ladylike. He just wanted to kiss you. And I was really afraid, but not as afraid as I was of kissing Oscar. So I would have rather have his mom shake me down than kiss a boy at all. So this could not be worse. It just couldn't get any worse. I mean, I was a boy killer. This woman was shaking me down. But even as it seemed like my life was over, it was even worse for Oscar because he was being teased and he was being harassed. And that same month, he was taken out of school and taken into a Catholic school that was for boys only. And he was there from age 10 to 18 when he went to college. So not kissing me really ruined it for him. <laughs> anyway, I was ready to keep the new year like Mariana Matamorros and just tough it up. And then a miracle happened that saved me. And this is one day where my friend Emma, who's really afraid of mice, uh, was with me in the lab. And I decided to tell her, you know, I dare you to touch the hamster. And I didn't know it, but it was my way out of being unpopular. So I said, you know, I dare you to touch the hamster. I bet you can't. And she touched the hamster, and she had it in her hand. And the little feet started tickling her hand, and she got really nervous. And she smashed it. And immediately, I was saved. Emma, 
you're a hamster killer because I taunted like no other 10 year old because the thing is that I wanted such a way out of being a boy killer and I just taunted her and made like all the lights shine on her because that's what happens that's how you become popular Oh man. Hamsters. The Narrators is produced by Robert Rutherford, Mary Robertson, Aaron Rollman, and me, Ron Doyle. Our assistant producer is Sydney Crane. Our theme music is by Whalehawk, and our founder and executive producer is Andrew Orvidal. A very special thanks to our amazing sponsors Illegal Pete's, Sexy Pizza, From the Hip Photo, and Renegade Brewing Company. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And join us at one of our live monthly shows, which take place every second Tuesday of the month at Tiger Tiger Tavern in San Diego, California, and every third Wednesday of the month at Bumport Theater in Denver, Colorado. Both shows start at 8 p.m. and are always free to attend. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter, and for past episodes, photos from our live shows, and a list of our upcoming events and themes, please visit thenarrators.org. Thanks for listening.